Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow alongside Mo Patton here, and glad to have you guys with us. And should be a pretty uh, pretty great little segment here, Mo, as we get a chance to welcome in a fantastic guest and hand out some hardware. So... Why don't we start with the hardware and tell you about our End to End Life Team of the Week. Um, our End to Win Life Team of the Week this week is the Independence Eagles baseball team. Went 4-0 and between the raindrops last week, sweeping a District 12-4A series from Columbia Central and also defeating... Um, region rival Brentwood so Eagles soaring to a 4-0 record last week to claim into win team life team of the week honors that's right and of course our title sponsor mid-Tennessee bone and joint also gives out the weekly player of the week award that you can find each week in Main Street Murray's print edition this week we head back to Zion Christian. We do. Jake Richards um, with the Golden Foot Award, I guess. Five goals in two games as the Eagles split um, contests against Kalioka. They defeated the Warriors or the Blue Devils, whichever they are, and um, lost to Lawrence County. But um, Jake scored five goals in those two games, including a hat trick in that 7-1 win over Kalioka. So congratulations to Zion Christian's Jake Richards, the Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Player of the Week. There you go. There is some hardware now. Lipscomb University is getting ready for their weekend series with the Jacksonville State Gamecocks, and sure that's going to be a fantastic series. And to talk about it, we have on the line with us on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. If you've not gone to see Renee and the gang at From the Heart Cafe, please make sure to go see her. Uh, again, some of the best burgers and desserts this side of the Duck River or that side of the Duck River, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter which side of the you're on. Great burgers, great desserts. Lipscomb baseball coach Jeff Forehand joins us now. Coach, how are you? Hey, doing great. Thanks. Appreciate you guys having me on. I think a better question may be, where are you? Because when we set this up, he said, we'll be on the bus. So um, where where are you guys right now, Jeff? Well, we are almost to, you know, where, where are we? <laughs> going to Fort Payne. We're going to stop at Fort Payne. So we're going Chattanooga way rather than going to Old oh, Birmingham. Well, so, yeah, if, you, if so you're going to get off that, and – Cutting through that way. If you're going to get off and exit, you better get off now because there ain't one for the next 30 miles till you get to Gadsden. <laughs> that, that's, what, uh, that's what we hear. So we're going to out, move around a little bit before we go uh, over to their beautiful park and, uh, and work out tonight. So looking forward to that. You know, that's – and Chris being an Alabama native, he, he can appreciate and relate to this. But um, I've only been to Jacksonville State a couple of times, and – 
getting there is half the battle, I guess, from here in particular. There's no there's easy no, way. You're right. There's no good way. So y'all are going down to Chattanooga or have gone down to Chattanooga, and then you're taking 59 across? Yeah. That's what it looks like, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, have fun with that. Um, a hot Lipscomb team going in here, having won their last four games after getting a um, – a weekend sweep this past weekend, and then a midweek win over Western Kentucky, which as an MTSU graduate always does me good. So, um, got to feel good about the way you guys are playing going into this series, Jeff. Yeah, we're, we're playing a little better. We, uh, we started off, um, you know, we revamped our, our conference, and now we play uh, each. We've got a big conference, and we've got a East Division and a West Division. So, we play everybody on our, in our division twice this year. Uh, that most likely will change when Austin P joins next year, and we have a few more teams. But hopefully, we get back to you know we don't play any of the schools in Florida um, this season, so it's kind of an odd odd setup this time. So we're going to start in the second round. You know, Jacksonville State put it on us the first uh, first time uh, back five weeks ago. So we uh, you know we are playing a little bit better um, since we since we played them first first uh, conference series out of the gate, but. I mean, they're a good team, got a gorgeous park, great coach. So, you know, we got to just keep playing well. Just keep, you know, you, we talk to them all the time about you. You know, you just got to play well. It doesn't matter who you play, you just play well, and you got a chance to win the game. So, it doesn't matter if you're playing Power Five, X, Y, or Z, or playing somebody in a conference because everybody's good. And if you don't play well, it won't work out. So, we have been playing better. And thanks for you guys for noticing. <laughs> Well, right. I mean, coming, you know, like you said, five weeks ago, got swept at home by Jacksonville State. But, uh, you know, outside of that that uh, that first game where you got beat ten to one, it's still competitive through the the, the last two, and you know, got to feel good about you know how much how different this team is. What what is different about your team right now and pitching wise to uh, to keep you guys in it? Yeah, you know, we, you know, trying to get your pitching straight, you know, once the conference started. And you know, we've got some guys in some different roles and alternating some roles and switching some roles around. And we feel like, uh, you know, we've made an adjustment. Oh, probably the second week of the conference uh, conference schedule. And it's worked out pretty good for us. We've got some guys that, that were starting that are in the bullpen now and some guys that were in the bullpen now starting. And I think we're getting a little bit better production out of the hole. We do it that way. So, again, just you know, not that we didn't think it was going to work the other way, but the production has just been better, you know, from uh, the different roles that we've got guys in now. So, basically, um, keep knocking on wood, and hopefully we can we can keep up, keep up, uh, keep that pace up with what the guys been doing. And, you know, guys have been starting and then taking us to a, to a good spot. And then, you know, once we get to our bullpen, I think that's most uh, – I think that's one of the strengths of our team is that we've got – some depth down there and some, and some guys that, uh, you know, obviously some guys late, but also some guys that can help us in the middle if need, need be. Speaking with Lipscomb baseball coach Jeff Forehand here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. And Jeff, you know, looking up and down your roster, I guess really it's no different than anybody else's roster in 2022 when you see the number of transfers i mean the transfer portal is is a thing now and and you've got a number of 
four-year guys, which I, I guess that's always kind of been the case in baseball, but it's even more so now. Um, number of power five transfers on your roster. How do you get those guys acclimated, you know, in a, in a, in a quick manner and get everybody headed in the same direction? Wow, that's a that's probably a whole a whole show we could do on the on that <laughs> and the transfer portal and how it you know how it uh, kind of started out and you know, what it what college baseball has kind of you know morphed into in the last last couple of years. But uh, you know, just yeah, we did do so. We had some good um, we had some, some some good luck with the portal. Um, we had some guys some some. Uh, some power five guys come in, but actually, you know, we, we lost a couple too that, you know, nobody recognizes that are, you know, playing in the SEC right now that are pitching for us uh, for some teams there. And, you know, great kids and the opportunity, and there was no ill will with that, but, you know, it's just where we are and the opportunity for kids to, to, to transfer and to move around. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just where it is at this moment. And uh, we did a lot of work in the transfer portal. Uh, we got, you know, college baseball is older now. You know, unfortunately for the high school kid, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's harder, you know, for the high school kid because now, you know, we got, we have a shortened draft. You know, the COVID year, we had five rounds of the draft, but last year we had 20 rounds of the draft. So we're missing out on, you know, what was normally, you know, it used to be 80 rounds of the draft. And now we got guys that are still uh, now playing Division One baseball that could be, you know, two years, you know, one and two year pros. That are still in the system. So college baseball as a whole is just it's just so so much better from top to bottom. I think because we're playing instead of playing with you know mostly 19 and 20 year olds, we're playing with you know 22, 23, sometimes 24 year olds that are you know have been around the block a little bit more. So transfer portal has made it interesting, uh, but it's definitely a uh, it's different than it was. But I just think it look you look at it as a whole and it's just. It's, it's, you're playing with older guys. Uh, most teams are playing with older guys after everybody got the year back, and then you know some guys that would have moved on to pro ball are still are still in the system. So uh, just a uh, just good up you know top to bottom college baseball. But yeah, we did a lot of work in the portal, um, but also you know, we got some freshmen that are uh, a couple. One guy on the mound is helping us out a little bit um, as a freshman, but it is as a whole it's gotten older. And when you say that, Jeff, you, you say it's gotten older. How does that affect your recruiting? Because I, I saw I saw an article on football recruiting yesterday, and a college coach was quoted as saying, "You know, if I lose a, if I lose a junior, I've got to replace him with a junior." I mean, the game is getting older, the kids are getting older, and you know, so you're not necessarily looking at summer league ball in terms of incoming freshmen at this point well we we are i mean you can't ever stop the you know the, the development for the, the guy that's going to be in your program for you know for four or five years um you know such that freshman that comes in we've still got a you know the classes just aren't as big in the last couple of years for us um as they have been uh, with this with the freshman class you know just simply because you've got a guy that uh, with that could be in junior college or play in division one or transfer from a four-year school that comes in with, you know, if he's a position player, he may have, he may come in with three or 400 at bat. And that's really hard for a high school kid to be prepared 
you know, to play at the Division One level when these kids that we're that are transferring over have already got the experience. So that's one thing that uh, is, is definitely helpful because you've got a guy that you know that doesn't come in with with no experience, and there's no substitute for that experience. And these freshmen are just having, you know, at some places, some places not that um, you're just having to wait. So, um, and I think that's that that can be good on one end, but but also bad when you know there's just a whole nother a whole nother segment, a whole nother uh, you know recruiting team out there rather than what it used to be. We're going to bring in mostly freshmen and we'll try to try to uh, fill some holes with a junior college guy or an occasional transfer, but the portal and uh, the uh, the grad transfer and all the things that have happened, you know, where college baseball is, you know, I don't know that we're going in. The, I don't know that it's the right direction uh, because I think we might be going down a hole with that. And you add the NIL to the whole thing, you know, we're we're putting ourselves in a in a in a, in a situation that you know we might not be able to get out of because, as you guys well know, sometimes it gets a you know it, it takes on a mind of its own, and you know as as that starts developing more and more, these kids are getting paid to be able to stay in college. You know, it, 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 we might be going down a rabbit hole we can't get out of. You know, it's interesting that you say that because we, I'm not sure if it was, it might have been basketball that we were talking with, but you know, um, coaches saying that they basically have to have two different scouts. You know, you've got one high school recruiting coordinator and one portal guy who's just combing the portal all day long so I know that it can be difficult for everybody especially in baseball when you have to deal with the scholarship limitations that you guys have that is a that that is part of it that makes such a big difference because if you can give a you know if you can give a an incoming junior some scholarship money that maybe he wasn't getting at a four-year school or at a power five school let's say Instead of taking a chance on a freshman, it's 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 just easier for you to do that and makes you more competitive in the long run. That's right. You hit the head nail on the head, and you know it's that fine line between we can't stop recruiting these freshmen because we have to we have to develop them, but also you know for all us coaches we're we all want to win win now, and the more experience that you have, you know that. Uh, you know, it only makes sense that you put yourself in a better, you know, percentage bracket to win games when you got guys that have gotten some experience. And you know, I think that's uh, we've been pretty successful with that. But but to answer your question from the beginning, you know, it, it did take a while for us. I think you know, fortunately, we're different than football and basketball. We have them for a full fall, and you know, we can kind of start developing that chemistry, start developing that teamsmanship that you know I, that teams that I've been a part of for, for so long that we've had to work on. And I think, quite honestly, why we've been why we've been successful at um, not necessarily just at Lipscomb, but we, that's just, we try to create that family atmosphere. And that's hard to do when you bring in, I think this year we had 27 new players. And that's, um, you know, that's a, that's a hard, hard thing. And that's something that, you know, it can't happen like that all the time because it's just such a, such a turnover. And you gotta, you gotta have that, that core group that sticks with you that is that is helping us, you know, maintain that culture that we're trying to get to. But you know, our guys this year have, have really uh, have really worked hard at that. I've challenged them from the beginning because knowing that that was going to be our biggest obstacle is, is how quickly can, you know, having over half of your, half of your team knew how quickly are we going to be able to, uh, you know, implement some of the things that our program is about. 
get, get everybody on the same page. And I think we're we're about to get there because I don't think we've played our best baseball yet, but I think we're well on our way. Mo, he is a unicorn in the world these days, a Music City native, mm-hmm. and he's been everywhere. Belmont player, uh, got a degree from Tennessee State, coached at Trevecca, now at Lipscomb, started as an assistant in the NBA, coached well, good pasture. N- well, this, now, now, he coached with his dad yeah. at, at NBA, and he coached that good pasture program and has, has done a great job everywhere he's been. Jeff Forehand with us here on um, – Coach's Corner presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. His Lipscomb Bison's on the road this weekend at Jacksonville State, 6 o'clock. Sorry, Coach. <laughs> Stay cocky. Uh, Jacksonville o- State grad, Coach. I, I'm sorry. 6 o'clock Friday, 6 o'clock Saturday, 1 o'clock finale on Sunday. All three of those games can be seen on ESPN+. Plus. Jeff Forehand, Lipscomb Baseball. Coach, appreciate you spending some time with us. Mo, always great to talk to you, my friend, and um, I really appreciate you guys having me. And it means the world that you guys are calling and have me on. So thanks again, and hopefully, uh, Mo, we can catch up soon. Absolutely. Sounds good, man. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, my friend. See ya. Is he off, is he off yet, JP? Mm-mm. Bad luck this weekend, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's off. <laughs> ah, you're no. awful. You're awful. <laughs> <laughs> No, let's. He lives let's the creed. Say, he stays. Cocky. Well, it's a good. It's a good thing he couldn't actually see us and see the yeah, the, the JSU right in front of me. helmet right there. Um, maybe we can get a Lipscomb football helmet to go we with. Should get one. Yeah, to go with that Braves football helmet. <laughs> get the, absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, we have. We, we're going to take a quick break because we do want to get back into our top story a little bit before we move into the second half and i want to talk about those those rules uh changes tweaks i'm not sure but all of that when we come back main street sports today presented by mid tennessee bonin returns after this